we are live. Hello, and welcome to Dopey, the podcast about drugs and dumb shit. I'm Dave. I'm Chris. And today we have a very, 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 very special guest, one of my oldest and certainly most dearest of friends, Devin. Hello, Dopey Nation. Hey, Devin. I have to say that I've met several of Dave's friends on Dopey for the first time or like an hour before, and I've liked all of you immediately. Nice, Very nice. good people. I told you you would. You always tell me, but I never, I always think for some reason when I meet <laughs> someone, I'm like, I'm not going to like them. But I end up liking everyone. And it's weird that I think that because I literally, probably like my strongest suit is that I just like most people that I meet. Devin does too. Yeah. Devin I, likes most people. And I want good things for people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> I neither like people nor want good things for totally them. Totally not true. <laughs> what do you mean? It's, it's you your hard exterior. There's many people that I meet and don't like. And I don't want good things for them. Maybe maybe I don't like most people, but I want good things for them. Or maybe I like people and don't want good things yeah, for them. Yeah, maybe maybe a lot. You think I like the people, but I don't want good things? Why? Because you're sad. What do you mean I'm sad? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't so know. So you think I like them, but don't want good things? No, you do want good things. I think I you... don't like them, but want good things. Or you think I'm suffer from jealousy? Well, you, you are a notorious sufferer of jealousy. Sometimes. I think you want good things for everybody, as long as they're not doing something... That's in that, the genre of entertainment. Yeah, that you're doing. <laughs> yes. No, I think Which that, is a natural human thing, is that somebody, if they're working in your sphere, humans tend to kind of, like, want people to be successful. They're doing things that they don't really care about. No, it's all about, for me personally, it's all about where I'm at that day with X project or whatever. It's like today, for example. I woke up, and we got these two amazing emails. And Chris writes me, we're getting mad emails, man, from the left, left and right. And I'm like, dude, I see one email. He's like, we just got another one. And I'm like, well, how are two emails mad emails? There were several like, undeliverables. He writes, it was from the same person. He writes, these emails are good and pure as the driven snow. Well, That's one of them beautiful. was. Colleen was pure. But I thought the other one was even better. The other one was even better, but we had the most pure email we've ever gotten. For the record, though, I think that you both like, that you, Dave, both like and want good things for people, actually. Well, my yes, point totally, was, right? Totally. I mean, you know, you like to... I know him a fraction mm -hmm. as well as you do, and I would agree with that. <laughs> but I think that, like, for example, today... I was in such good spirits from these beautiful emails that, like... <laughs> were they pure as the driven snow? They were pretty pure. Well, once the snow is driven, isn't it not as pure as if it was the undriven snow? What's undriven snow? Is, what, what is driven snow? I don't even know what that even means. Well, driven snow, in my mind, is the snow is falling, mm -hmm. and then the wind takes it and drives oh, it to the but ground. But it's not, like, pushed aside by, like... Oh, you think driven cloud? snow is when you <laughs> drive over the snow? Or, like, pushed? That, that's what I thought, maybe groomed. No. <laughs> then it wouldn't be pure. Yeah, exactly. Driven is driven by the wind, which is why it is pure snow. Okay. Unpure snow is after it's hit the ground. And undriven snow mm. is when it first comes out of the cloud. That is the undriven Did snow. you ever see on Craigslist... You'd think, though, that the undriven snow was more pure because <laughs> it's just coming out of the cloud. <laughs> Did you ever see on Craigslist they used to sell Coke 
and uh-huh. it would say ski tickets. It'd say, want to go skiing? <laughs> ski tickets, and it'd leave their number. And it was like, for years, you could buy it on Craigslist, and then like the cops figured it out. And you know how they sold dope on Craigslist? Uh, dog food. And they'd write, diesel? Diesel, With a question yeah. mark? yeah. Devin, have you ever searched for dope on uh, Craigslist and, and decided that you wanted to try some choice dog food? <laughs> you can not. get pot off it easy. They don't even crack down on the pot dealers. They write hydro. In New York, in New York City. <laughs> they, they write 420, 420, 420 over right. and then a number. And they don't create, it it's like they don't like take them down or anything. Well, the first thing I want to say, I want to hear those emails, but I also want to let the dopey nation know that Devin, my dear, dear friend, is unafflicted. Not afflicted. But he's witnessed some affliction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's witnessed a lot of affliction. Yeah. In fact, because of the early days of my affliction, I missed Devin's wedding. Really? I just didn't go. And I was supposed to say a blessing. Yeah. A brocha. Okay. Yeah. Step nine. It's going to happen. I feel like it's been living a man's <laughs> yeah, It's been living a man's That's what I always say. It's a living a man's <laughs> yeah. Was I? Did you think I was coming? Yeah, I mean, I knew there was a chance. I, there had been enough times of, like, you being like, come, come hang out, and then, like, me going to where, come meet me at wherever, and then you not being there, that I was like, I knew it was dicey, but at the same time, I thought you would be like, I just you were going to say one of the blessings. It was like... You should explain. Silence. Did you say already how long you guys have known each other and stuff? No. no. You say that. You say it. Um, for a long me. time... <laughs> For a long time, <laughs> since junior high school, we went to junior high school and high school together. And in the middle of tenth grade, my parents moved away from the city to the suburbs. And I finished tenth grade there, and then fled back to New York. And Davy's family took me in. Yeah. But so, the, the most funny thing to me was like Devin was devastated. He had to move to like super suburban. Blight in tenth grade, and at the same time, the movies, uh, the movie Heather's had come yeah, out. Yeah, was great movie. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, Devin moves out there, and he's like, "I don't know what I'm gonna do." And I was like, "I'm telling you what you have to do. You have to act exactly like Christian Slater in Heather's. <laughs> I was like, this is who you have to be there, and and it'll be good for you. It'll it'll all work out." And so Devin had the coat, and he just, he, it was, we all wore these coats, but we, I just figured that he would be the, the Christian Slater type, but life well, isn't really like Well, yeah, no, they weren't interested in that. It yeah. was like showing up in the worst teen movie that I had ever really? seen. Yeah, with like the jocks it, and the preps and all the, you know. Totally. I think if you grow up, and I didn't, but if you grow up in New York City and then get transplanted out there, it's, it would be a total culture shock. Yeah. It depends what kind of person you are. Like, if you're a brute. Or if you want to take advantage of your past or something, you could, like, have a pretty prosperous high school experience. But Devin's not like that. Devin's sweet. I, mean, I could smart. Yeah, I could have kind of suffered through, but I didn't. I came back, and I lived half the year, half the week with my grandma on Coney Island and half the week with my friends, but mostly Dave. What was Coney Island like back then? Was it tough? Um... I mean, kids, kids it was a mix. I mean, yeah, the end, the end of Coney Island was yeah. that side past um, the past the like Wonder Wheel, okay. where the projects were. Yeah, um, it was super Italian and like Eastern European Jewish back then. Okay, and um, right, but not like Russian Russian the way like Brighton and all that has gotten now. 
Yeah. Um, when I relapsed in the city, I would go cop in Brighton Beach down there. Didn't your grandma live out there? Both my grandmas. And they offered, some, some mobster offered his grandma, like, what was the story? Like, they were like, we'll give you, a, like, millions of dollars in yeah. emeralds. Yeah, diamonds. Yeah. For what? For the house. Oh, Not really? millions, but, like, a million or something. We'll like pay you in emeralds. She didn't do it. Was it, like, yeah. hot diamonds or yeah, something? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was always classic. Uh-huh. But um, I want to start uh, with uh, these emails. These okay. emails so do were- the purest driven snow first. Yeah, that is Devin just, will be really it impressed. It just touches your heart. Mm-hmm. Devin will be impressed. It makes it seem like we're good people. <laughs> or that the podcast actually does something for somebody. Yeah. Podcast is good. I have to say, it's way better than I expected it to be. Well, what did you think? <laughs> what did you expect it to be? I don't know. I just didn't think that it would be as listenable. What like, did you think it would sound like? Just a mess? Like, I just, I thought it would be boring. Dumb. No, I thought it would be boring. And why wasn't it boring? I think because... You guys both tell really good stories, and you're both so, like, self-reflective and, like, honest about shit, and it's funny, and it's just a nice vibe. It's just, I mean, I like hanging out with you, obviously. I spent a lot of my life doing it, and, like, you come off really good, Chris. It's, like, you're, it's a really nice thing. Thanks, dude. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> so, like, I listened to one with our old friend in it, and then I was like, oh, this is, this is really good, and then I listened to say, a few more. I... I like him better on the shorter. I th- for, I know that that's totally <laughs> in the minority, and like that's everything that you're hearing not to do. But no, well, we've heard it to do longer too. Yeah, we I know. That's what Dave said. It's like yeah, yeah. but even longer than no, no, like no, an no, hour. No, no, no I'm okay. sorry. We we've heard after making it longer right. from the one like network podcasting network. Their suggestion to Chris us wrote. Make Chris wrote this again. letter, yeah. or Chris wrote this network called Radiotopia to try to get us sponsored by them, nice. and they were like, "We're not listening to a podcast that's over." An it's hour. an hour and twenty minutes long. There was one that I listened to that I was like, "Oh, I want to hear the story of like you pretending to have acid, acid flashbacks yeah. while you're on acid." And I couldn't even get to the fucking story because I listened for like forty minutes. That's like my favorite story, and it's the last. We don't talk about it till yeah. the last twenty minutes. It's actually really funny you say that because I write the titles of the podcast, mm-hmm. and As it's you, literally like you have to listen for an hour sometimes to get <laughs> to the title. Yeah, but um, what was that Simpsons episode where like this is gonna ruin the whole show? But that <laughs> Simpsons episode where like oh when they're redoing Itchy and Scratchy mm-hmm. and like. They're trying to make Itchy and Scratchy less violent. Yeah, like PG version. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking lame. And, and, yeah. and he's like, I love yeah. you, Itchy. <laughs> and, and Millhouse is like, when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> yeah. And that's what I feel like Dopey is for Devin. <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember that episode. Mm-hmm. All right, should I read the email? Yeah. All right, so real quickly, Dopey Nation, we have like five emails. There's two we're going to read real quick. Pure is Driven Snow. Uh, this guy Rasta who's a Jamaica club. Rasta guy mm-hmm. um, and I don't even know if he's a Rasta but he's, he's Jamaican he's, <laughs> he's Jamaican but then we have and I don't know if we'll get to these this episode because Devin's here but we have three emails that are genuinely hilarious like I, we've got some stories sent in which were good but I read each of these separate three emails and I like literally laughed out loud reading it I text Dave and I'm like dude you have to read this email right but now we should fit them in it's going to be better than me talking we'll fit one of them in you pick which one uh, let's just go. Okay. I, I think Devin will be great to comment on them, too. Okay. All right, so this is The Driven Snow. Start with that, because it's very heartfelt. Okay, this is from... I can't even believe that th- that you didn't write this email. <laughs> did you write this email? I did write this email. Did your sister? She didn't. I forwarded it to my Wait, sister. Wait, you met his sister? Yeah. And? 
Delightful. Delightful. <laughs> um, all right, so Colleen says, Hello, I wanted to write you because your podcast has been a game changer for me and you always wonder who is listening. I found it recently and I'm already on episode 20. Although I must say, I'm not pleased with all the missing episodes. I want to hear it all. Your banter is so entertaining and silly that I find myself laughing the whole time. I'm an inner-city kindergarten teacher who dated an addict for years. Rock Bottom came for him fairly recently, and he went to rehab and is doing everything he can to be sober and focused. Addiction is so challenging for the people around it, but I want to tell you that your podcast has truly helped me. It's helped me to find humor through the pain. It's helped me to better comprehend his struggle for sobriety and meet him with understanding. It's also helped me to forgive all the symptoms of addiction, lying, stealing, manipulation, etc. We're currently just operating as friends, but because of you, I'm able to be a kind and understanding friend. I can now treat him with an unconditional positive regard, and I attribute my mindset adjustment to you. To me. (laughs) (laughs) To us. us. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you for helping me to find humor in addiction because it has changed my perception and helped me to release negativity that I was holding on to. I can't wait to keep catching up on episodes. Your dedicated listener, Colleen. Colleen. Very nice. That's the Tina, nice why don't you write an episode like an email like that? <laughs> what do you mean? Tina's great. I know. Where's <laughs> Tina been? Tina, where are you? We haven't heard a peep from Tina in a while. That's so beautiful. It was nice, right? That's so nice. Yeah. Oh, you're doing a good thing. Can you believe that? So, I didn't think that anybody would ever write us something like that. So nice. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? That's really nice. Right? Yeah. Devin witnessed my uh, my bottoms. Yeah. <laughs> Plural. Yeah. Well, yeah, I had a million yeah. bottoms. Yeah. Was I ever bad? Did you ever see me in a bad way? <laughs> Do you remember yes. what it was like? Yes. What was it like? Ugh, it was gross and bad. And sad. Dude, this guy who was on the show, real mm-hmm. quickly, the guy Vinny, mm-hmm. he said that Dave came up to him, borrowed $60 from him, and then he didn't see Dave again for six years. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have, Devin never had 60 bucks to win me, and he never made it that long without seeing me. Yeah. Yeah. But like uh, when you were out in LA, right? Then right. you'd come back in every so often. Yeah, but you you saw me pretty bad. Yeah, and I visited there. Devin was in Turkey when uh, when when I started doing dope. He always attributed Turkey, like the country. Yeah, yeah, I was living in. A no, he was country. really into eating <laughs> turkey that year. <laughs> Wait, what were you doing in Turkey? Teaching, teaching oh, really? English. Yeah. Oh, cool, dude. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Do you have to speak Turkish? I. It was at this. University, it's like engineering university that was looking for native English speakers, so they're expanding there. Okay, you know, so I learned Turkish while I was there, but I didn't. You didn't have to. My ex did that. She moved to Tokyo, taught Japanese, and she said she had three teaching aides who were Japanese and fluent. Wait, taught Japanese? She taught, taught English. Taught I me. Mean, sorry, yeah. taught English. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she taught English, and she had three teaching aides who were Japanese and were fluent in English and. It was just like a selling point for these private schools yeah. to get like get a, a native, native English. Speaker, yeah. And so she would speak, and then all the aides who were fluent in English, right. but they were Japanese, would translate what she said. She said she never had to learn a thing. <laughs> and they like paid really good and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sick deal. When we left, right, like right as we were leaving, I think, um, Dave's girlfriend at the time broke up with him. And then we left, la- I left, 
Yeah. She was out of the picture, and, and Dave was homeless. After Dave that? was Dave. <laughs> no, no, no. I, that was <laughs> when I got friend <laughs> heroin. Oh, is that when it mm-hmm. happened? Yeah. yeah. Did you turn to it out of remorse and? No, like, I had gotten person? that job. I had gotten a job at a TV company. I was getting flown around the country, and I was lonely and depressed. And I had Todd move in with me. Yeah, Todd. Todd was into coke. We found a delivery service that delivered every drug, mm-hmm. and I was and, and like we made a bunch like. They would come to my house and sell a bunch of coke to a ton of people, and I was like, give me something for free, and they gave me dope. Oh, wow. They gave me a lifetime of pain. Yeah. It's like one of those, like, you always hear, like, the first one's free, but, like, I've never experienced that. I really did. That was you. No, I really did. That's like what you see in the movies. No, I really... go. (laughs) No, but I even demanded it. I said, what am I going to get? He was like... How about 15 years of total misery? <laughs> I was like, great. Yeah, but you might be getting a, a successful podcast out of it. Please. <laughs> Come on. Give me a You great. got that email from Colleen. There you go. Dude, uh, do you want to read the funny one or the Jamaican one? Read Why the Jamaican one. On well, the Jamaican one's really short. So, so in the last episode... Uh, well, we talked about the Caribbean a lot. Yeah, and we had a bunch of uh-huh. Caribbean drug stories. Yeah. Um, all right, should I read this? Oh, was that the... Were you gambling in the... No, online? that was a different one. That, that was some people said the worst episode we ever did. Did you mm-hmm. think it was bad? Was that the one that you kept talking about? All, I mean, often you talk about how bad it is, but yeah. was that the one when yeah. it was really... Yeah. Yeah. That was some of the criticism yeah. that we yeah. talked too much about. <laughs> that's so Dave, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. That's my, <laughs> that's my process. Yeah. That's how I do it. But I haven't... I didn't do... I'm not doing that now. Do you see no. me doing that? No. No matter what I might think talk about how good the show is. of how bad the show is, I don't talk about it anymore. That's out of my lexicon. All right, this is from. He said we can use his full name, right? Because sure. he's an artist. Yeah. All right. So this is from Rohan Henry, and uh, he writes, "Sorry guys, just wanted to big up your show that I listened to religiously. As a Jamaican, I was very surprised from DJ and your knowledge of Rastafarian." When I heard that, I quizzed a few of my brothers off top about the acronym, and they didn't know off top. Enough respect for that. Love the podcast. Please keep it original. Y'all shit is on some next level. Yup. Next level (laughs) shit. Number one fan am spreading the gospel dopey podcast is the shit. Yup. Also, every time I spoke to someone about shooting dope for the first time, most dope addicts say it's... As if they were being petted, it's as if they were being petted by Jesus Christ, <laughs> as if they were a baby or a womb-like feeling. What was your first time like? I'm also an artist. You can check out my webpage at www.rohanohenry.com. That's R-O-H-A-N-O-H-E-N-R-Y.com. Never look down on your journey. It's never easy being a human being, what? even what? <laughs> even if you're clean and not using dope. Enough mm-hmm. love. Your boy, Roe. Oh, that's so nice. Right. Yeah, that's cool. From the left and right, you have mad... You know what they from say, From the right? left and the right. Respect is respect in every aspect. <laughs> <laughs> Scene. Um, yeah, I love that. I love that one. Um, it turns out, though, that this guy grew up... He left Jamaica and he grew up in Brownsville. Yeah. In Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He's still there now. Yeah. I read, um, I read the email. I read... No. Uh, I mean, yes. No. I'm going to... I'm going to go to the website now. Rohan, don't worry. Oh, yeah. We should check it out right good. now. Yeah. Just go right now. We have to look at it so we can describe it. Just go to his goddamn website. <laughs> Rohan, are you, are, you, are, you, are you a descendant to the Wait, can I do this? fortune? Is this, I can't do it or you have to do it on your computer. My computer doesn't have your Wi-Fi set up and I'm afraid I'm going to break the, the show. Yeah. 
The Yeti. That's the new microphone. That's the new microphone. What? Do you know what a Yeti is? Yeah, the abominable snowman. Okay. You know what Chris <laughs> thought a Yeti was? What? A Sherpa. Mm-hmm. He got the two confused. I thought it was like a guy with a camel. That uh-huh. I bet you Sherpas. <laughs> Sherpa. You thought it was the guy with the camel. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. In my, What's a guy I, I with knew a camel? I was most likely wrong in whatever I thought. I think the interesting thing about Sherpas is they might have actually encountered the Yeti. They might be the only population that is intimate with the culture of the wow. Yeti. Because they live in the uh, in the Everest region, correct? <laughs> Where the Yetis were known to have been seen. So if we do What's his website? Uh, Rohan O'Henry. R-O-H-A-N-O-H-E-N-R-Y. Do you think he's related to the O'Henry... Uh, candy bar? Candy bar fortune. Is that thing still kicking around, the O'Henry's? I don't, I don't think so. so Rohan O'Henry. Yeah. Flashy. What's he got? Wow. What's it look like? Looked in, it's all glowy. Ooh, is well, it psychedelic? Yeah, it's really psychedelic. psyche, yeah. Nice. that's cool. Rohan, do a dopey thing. Do a dopey piece. This stuff is awesome. Oh, it's wild. It's like a mosaic or something. I like that kid one. Yeah. Yeah. Dopey Nation, check it out, RohanOHenry.com. It looks good. And has anybody got a drum thing for Cormac? Yeah, Cormac needs a, a drum part. John could have done it. Rohan, your stuff is nice. Is cool. He's I, good, he's got talent. Yeah. I bet he could do a really good dopey piece. Yeah. In fact, I was thinking about this a lot. Any artist who uh, <laughs> listens to dopey might want to do a, a dopey piece. I love, we just bark commands. Nothing ever happens, but we just keep asking them to do things for us. And if you want to write a review about O'Henry's email, Rohan O'Henry's email, please write a review at iTunes. Yeah. Or shoot us an email at dopeypodcast. Or like us on Facebook. Or on Instagram. We've got like three followers on <laughs> did, Facebook. Did you ever get those people? One of the things I listened to was when you were trying to get the people to send... Emails so that you would do the Facebook Live thing. Oh, we did. We got. I think we did got like ten? ten. I think we actually did. We got like close to ten, if not ten. Um, we decided not to do it. No, it yeah. wasn't that we decided not to do it. It's just it'd be so sad. Logistical. It's just also logistically hard because we have like four or five episodes like right. queued up, mm-hmm. and they're kind of chronological a little bit. Yeah. So. But what we could do is is just. Record it. Do a, a, an exclusive mm-hmm. for Facebook Live right. that isn't on Podbean. Yeah. Where we just record it on Facebook. Or we do it simultaneously. I don't know. Who the fuck cares? We're going to dress up like vatos. Like get like uh, like Mexican gangsters, get uh-huh. some like plaid shirts, button at the top, you know, and a bandana or on the uh, so they don't they're still anonymous. Uh, yeah. I thought we could dress up as clowns. <laughs> clowns would be scary. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, should I read one the more funny email? might be racist. So you know what I think you should do first? <laughs> <laughs> I think you should apologize to Ruth. I'm sorry, Ruth. I am genuinely sorry. Uh, I wrote her. Tell Devin. Tell Devin what happened. Um, so the Dave was emailing with this woman who's been very supportive and helpful. Very helpful. A fallen member of the Dopey Nation, mm-hmm. not in the sense of a relapse, in the mm-hmm. sense of... Uh, she hates Chris. She like <laughs> <laughs> so she's not listening anymore? <laughs> I don't, don't think know. so. She's not responding. So I, I logged in to mm-hmm. like Facebook once, and she had been emailing back and forth, messages on Facebook, and there was like 90 messages from her. So I was like, but I they weren't all they from were her. Like, they, they were, were like forty for like from right. Dave. Because Dave, he'll go back and forth. Yeah, he was going, yeah, I didn't realize he was going back and forth. Right. But anyway, so on the show, I said something to the effect like, and then I logged in, and there was like ninety messages from Ruth. So she got like kind of upset. She got hurt, and I didn't mean to hurt. Oh, her that's not and she's so been, bad. I'm but she fine. gave us so much like solid help, and I'm sorry. Ruth. 
we love you. Yeah. Please come back to us if you listen. <laughs> yeah. I love your, your Facebook messages. Yeah. Anyway. Um, do you want to tell the LSD story or should I do one of the funny emails? No, I want mm-hmm. to. You should, tell, you should tell the Ithaca story. Or tell the LSD story first because it's the beginning. Okay. So, <laughs> this is a story about the first time that Dave huh? and I did acid. Yes, it was the first story that we did acid. The first right. time that you... I never even had smoked pot. Devin had smoked pot. Yeah, this was 11th you grade, You straight to the acid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I had drunk a bit and then drank well, a bit. A bit. Yeah, we not like... No, very... Hard. I yeah. drank that one time. I got fucking well, sick yeah. as shit at camp. Screwdrivers? Right. Yeah, I never drank right, again, right, yeah. basically. I thought the, like, dances. Yeah, it radically... I was like... Smoking crack when I was fifteen. I, know. I think being in the city, you like actually do things later. Even though it's like there's such a thing like city kids. If you have good parents, there, yeah. if you have good parents, yeah, yeah there's so much other shit to do. We would just be like, oh yeah, walking like around the city, yeah. <laughs> thinking that we were gonna run into a like set of girls in an equal number, also walking around the city. <laughs> Did it ever happen? <laughs> Never. Well, about one time. What time? Did you guys hook up? I wasn't there. <laughs> with, um, it was with you and Oh, Jim and yeah, 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 yeah. It did happen. It it did. One did time, I wasn't there for that. Maybe. <laughs> I think it's Linda but will be okay. the amount of times that we, we just do so. that all the time. Just go, like, all right, let's go walk around. It happened that one time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it was nice to walk around. I think nice you can share hooking up with someone in high school when you were 15. Yeah, and I think I was. That won't 17. be a lost episode. I'll vouch for you. No, it was I'll very sweet. It was very, and she was wealthy. It was like a, it was like a movie thing. Mm. She had a really nice apartment on the Upper West Side, and, and it was like there was like three of them and three of us, yeah. and, and everybody. It was prosperous for all. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, it was sweet. Yeah, but in any case, I mean, also my parents, particularly my dad, was a huge stoner for mm. a lot for different parts of my childhood. So, I definitely also came to smoking pot later because. There was, like, that first round of people doing it to, like, be cool, and it definitely wasn't cool to me because it was, like... You didn't have the alert. There was weed in the house. His parents were both crazy hippies. Yeah. So they, like, they would meditate with the Maharishi, you know, the Maharishi? They did that, but during that phase, they were not smoking because that was, like, their, your high was the meditation. Yeah. You could get deeper into the TM if you were... Putting stuff in your body. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but anyway... So the, first time grade, so the first time acid, we both wanted to try it, and um, I wonder why though. Like, how did it even come up? I don't know. Movies, maybe, or some kind of like it's like this magical thing. What year We're is both this? Into <laughs> this is like 90 or ninety one. Yeah. 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 Was yeah, it when the Doors time. came out, or was it at before the Doors? I don't know. I feel like the doors really. I can't even spit like media from that time. <laughs> no, because I remember. No, like, no. I remember. Yeah. I, I was went like, was, it, it was like Nickelodeon. Like that was like Doug and Rugrats for me. <laughs> <laughs> for, I remember. I went to see the doors with with Karina. Uh huh. And uh, I remember. I, I remember this so well. I was sitting there, watching that movie, just on the edge of my seat, mm-hmm. just in love with this these people that were high I just mm. I just was I, rem- I remember did I tell you I went to rehab with uh, Waylon Krieger who was Robbie Krieger's son no and Robbie Krieger would come visit him and stuff I met Robbie Krieger and I had no fucking clue who he was 
everybody's like using the doors. I was like, oh, is that like Riders on the Storm? Mm-hmm. So you knew that. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah, that was it. But I remember when we should try to get that kid on. He was pretty cool, dude. Get him on. Can he yeah. play guitar? Well, just wait. He has his own band. He plays with them sometimes. He actually told a story once where I think Robbie Krieger recently died. Did he? Maybe not. Well, the, I don't know. His son said once his dad, like, his dad was in recovery, I think, but or he just used to do dope and doesn't. Right. I don't know if he was afflicted. Yeah. But he got him heroin once, mm-hmm. and he said it was literally, the heroin was so good. It was like the real Why did white. the father get him heroin? Because he was sick, and he was like, I'll give you one, like, shot until mm. you go to rehab or something, or one, I'll cop for you once. And he said, like, I don't know if the guy helped him do it or his dad helped him do it or something, but... He said it was literally like two or three match heads. Like that's how strong it was. Do you know what, what I mean? Like the amount of powder was like take a match head and multiply oh, by three. Like, that's how strong the heroin was. And he said he was just rock like rocked from it. On that one side he goes. Totally pure, yeah. I'm sure it's the doors. They just get whatever the best is, you know what I mean? But I left that movie thinking to myself. I even said it to... I think I said it to... Oh, yeah, sweet, sorry. Just back to the story. This is what might have peaked your interest (laughs) Possibly. Yes, okay. I remember. could have been after. I think I turned to her and I said, I really have to... I I, I said it out loud. I think I have to start doing drugs. (laughs) You know, I I really think that's what... And then I remember I saw my English teacher and I was like, ugh. You know? (laughs) But anyway, so we were talking about doing acid, I guess. Right. And I think you... So now I was living with Dave at least one night a week. So every Thursday, his family took me in as their Thursday night son every Thursday, no matter what. And then we would scheme to expand that to as much of the week as possible. And I would be like, Grandma, we have to work. I have to have like a group project <laughs> that I need to say. To, yeah. you know. So um, and Dave's parents were really accommodating about that. And then I stayed with other friends too, but you know, mostly there. So Dave was like, the Grateful Dead, which neither of us listened to, yeah. are coming into town playing at Madison Square Garden. That's going to be filled with acid. Yeah. That's where we're going to go. That's where we can go to have our first acid trip. It's like the perfect, like, safe, cuddled, held yeah. environment. And it would be something to do. Fucking, you yes, know, like, like it would be like a long... Like it wouldn't be like we find acid in the street and right. like then we're just tripping in yeah. the street. Oh, totally. You're Which later it. on we were buying acid from strangers <laughs> in the park, in Central Park, like tight little squares of paper that we would take and you know would fuck us up yeah. in various ways. But also, I live time, I live right <laughs> next to Madison Square Garden, so I was like, this could. You yeah. have a long, extensive relationship with the garden. Oh, the garden was right next to his house. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you so go to you go there. We. Get t- I don't even know. How do we get tickets? How do we buy tickets? How did that happen? We didn't have money. It's like our... We must have gotten our I don't know. I, don't, I, I feel like you, you... I thought you had gone to see the fish with, oh, I, with, with Noah. With, no, no, with Lee. Yeah. The, uh, who I went on that bike trip with. He and his hippie friends from Scarsdale were hippies in Life of the Dead. I think that's where it all I, came yeah, from. Yeah, I went with them. They took me to something. Yeah. Maybe it was part of the same show, same yeah. tour, and yes. you were like, "That's yeah." And I was like, "All right, let's do it." So we go, and it's a it's is it magically like a Thursday night? Is that I don't crazy? Know. I mean, I, 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 I don't remember. But but it was it had to have been ninety or ninety one. Yeah, which which yeah, might it have was been either a good fall year. of ninety or <laughs> spring of ninety one. And, and I remember we we get there, and. Uh, and I've never, it's so funny to think about it because I've bought drugs so many times since then. <laughs> so yeah. you've yeah. But I've been dead so many times. Yeah. Since and, then. <laughs> but, but, but at that point, I've never, 
listened to the dead or bought drugs ever. <laughs> you know, so it's the fr- and yeah. I remember I was like, how you know, what, what are we, we going to do? do? Right, yeah. we're just going to find someone who looks nice and ask them where we can if they know where we can and try this, acid in, in, for the first time. I think we're like and this is them. In, in the garden, like in yeah. the garden. Yeah, we're like. Well, I mean, if it's half, if I'm assuming the dead was something like fish, it's pretty fucking easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that was what yeah. we were banking on. Yeah. 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 Do you remember and, how it happened? Not really. I remember <laughs> talking to some like nice young hippie women. Do you remember? That's who we approached. Like, did, so this their, is the first time for both of you. You didn't do it the other no. thing. So, do you remember the moment it started kicking in? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember noticing that it had kicked in. And what, what, did, you, what did you notice? All of a sudden. So, you know, the garden set up like there's. Especially in the old garden, now it's a little more renovated and like more connected. But it was like this path that surrounds the outside of the arena with like, so that's like kind of like a circle. And then there are all these spokes coming off of it that lead in to where the seats are and the stages and the you know. Okay. And so, we had not great. Wait, but so it kicks in and you. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden we're like walking and it's it's switched over into this. Crazy we kept carnival, sl- like you know, it's like <laughs> I think you know, the, light, festival. the festival. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, you know, the lights are gotten way more tangible, yeah. and juicy. and we start we start walking in in a circle <laughs> around the garden. We didn't we didn't sit down once, no. and we the whole show. No. We also didn't we stop didn't walking. Hear the, I don't know if we even like we weren't <laughs> even necessarily in where the real where the stuff was. We yeah. just kept walking around, yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And then it was over, and we were tripping face. Mm-hmm. Okay, we were just fucking. Dude, we were. I just want to interrupt mm-hmm. real quick thing. I took a bunch of mushrooms on the mm-hmm. way to a Patriots game. I was in a football game, oh and it's God. me, my my high school girlfriend, uh-huh. and three friends. You didn't and share we, the mushrooms. Though. No, and we have just me and my high school girlfriend took them, and we have five tickets, like club right. seats, like great uh-huh. seats. And so I get there and I'm like, I don't want to go in. Yeah. And the girl's like, I don't want to go in either. So they fucking go in and they just sat in my car in the parking lot for like four hours until the game was over. Yeah. And then they came back out. Yeah, I don't think I would want to go into a the football. Oh, everybody's like, we can show up and everybody's like, oh. no. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, you're walking around. Didn't we, sit down. We, we we walked around the garden. The whole time. We I ne- think we talked to people and like everyone was so happy for us. Yeah. We'd be like, this is our first time. You know, and everyone's <laughs> like, that's so wonderful to give us like necklaces yeah. and like, you know. But we also didn't, we didn't smoke weed that night either. Yeah. Yeah. We just kept walking. Yeah. And then the show was over and we were like, I mean, we always like to walk. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we, just, we were like, what do we do mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, we didn't go with anybody. We were like, we were like, let's just go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we wander down Seventh Avenue, mm-hmm. and my parents lived across the street and still do from FIT. And I'm feeling kind of high telling the story. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, there are these benches. Yeah, so that that FIT block is like a special little block in New York. It's it has. Is that what the like, overpass? Over, yeah, over, that over, yeah, yeah, yeah. It says yeah. F- it says yeah. fashion. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. So it's like it's like a little. It's its own little safe place. Yeah, yeah. campusy, not it's quite, like but like there are weird like benches set up on ramps and like you know. It's perfect for yeah. LSD the first mm-hmm. time. Yeah. <laughs> so we sat there, and then 
We started talking about Jurassic Park, right? No, it was way before you Jurassic Park. No, but the dinosaurs, we're, that was no, a different trip. No, 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 trip? we were talking about aliens. Oh. We were talking about aliens, and we're just laughing our heads off. Mm-hmm. And then this woman comes <laughs> down the street <laughs> with this with this pug, <laughs> pug dog on a leash. It was, it was before, before Men in Black, yeah. And you thought it was an alien. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so alien you know, those well, dogs. Well, it does. And dude. it totally stopped at us and, like, was like, like turned its head, like, freezing, you know, 180 degrees. <laughs> Devin, and we sat there until like three in the morning, until until we finally came down, and we went upstairs, and we 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 went back into my room and like. Wait, but wasn't that with the cups? What cups? In the kitchen, didn't we wake up your mom because we went into the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, it makes me kind of tear up and laugh just to think about it. And there were these cups in the kitchen that had these like teddy bears, oh, with, yeah, like yeah. their arms outstretched and like a foot. The, the dad dancing. With the dad dancing here, yeah. but it wasn't. There was just like no. I think it was my sister, and my uh, sister liked the dad. We we didn't like know the dead shit. Yes, yeah, so you know the dancing bears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, I don't know, we thought it was so funny. And then Devin would, would, would imitate it, he'd hold his arms up and he was like... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was so hard in the kitchen. And then Dave's mom came out and was so angry at us. That happened a lot. I stayed there so many times and... Was she because you're loud or did she yeah. know something Yeah, we woke her up in the middle of the night. I mean, it's oh. not, you know, there are multiple were times. Were they pretty cool? They let you stay out late and stuff? Or would you no, have to pretend often, you came back? but, you know... They, they would, were, my mother would get so... Angry. I mean, part of the thing of like letting me be there was she would like yell at me as if I was her part, of own. The, yeah. <laughs> part of the family. But she too. would really, she yeah. Would, yeah, she would yeah. really yell. Yeah. Um, and My then, pops was like that. He get they his nickname was the warden in high school. They would get <laughs> so yeah, and he would he wasn't above like yelling at my friends or trying to like grill them and quiz them. But then when I was like nineteen, eighteen, it turned from like mm-hmm. disciplinary to like. Scared I was gonna die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and actually, I, at that point, I was like, I kind of wish I could go back to getting yelled at. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, that was like more comfortable than like pleading with me not to kill myself, <laughs> shooting drugs. Right. Yeah. Uh, my so mom. Like, my mom shut down when I when I when I turned when I crossed over. She just shut down. There was never a yell again. Yeah. You know, once once you're fucking totally in the garbage, afflicted. There's it's no more, no more disciplinary yeah. stuff. But yeah. my mom was like, she was a teacher. She was like an elementary school teacher. Yeah. So like yelling was like her bread and butter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um and uh, it all remind. What I first question is, mm-hmm. do you remember? I know you do. Uh, the not the baby powder, <laughs> uh-huh. but the picture of the baby. <laughs> there was this yearbook we and I was that that on acid. Like why Maybe. are we laughing I, so much? It might have been. There was just some. Yearbook and in the yearbook, there's like, in the back of the yearbook, there like parents would buy ads and have a picture of the kid as a baby, and there was this fucked up baby who was all wrinkled and it looked like a gargoyle, snarly, and we would just point to it and just die. And we're tripping and we die laughing. But then again, it might not have been on acid. We might have just been really, really funny. Yeah. Um. And then, but just I need you to tell the baby powder story. It's not that was the acid story. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the baby powder story is just about my sweet departed mother. But tell the story. Do you remember that story? Yeah, I don't. Re- of course, but I don't remember how it started. Aside from us just like being dumbasses in your room. I just thought baby powder was the coolest thing. 
because it could fill up a room with smoke yeah. with like yeah, powder yeah. and it was just so and then you get into a baby powder fight which is what happened we got into a baby powder fight and, in and, Dave's room and it was just ruined the room oh my <laughs> it was my room you know, like, nobody, it's my room no, no, but, but it's, my mother didn't clean my room right, yeah. she didn't you know my mother made me start doing laundry when I was 10 yeah. she was like I'm not doing your laundry she didn't go in my room you do love doing laundry is that, is that probably right? yeah mm-hmm. but like so so we're fighting <laughs> With the baby powder, and it's oh, just... and she's not home. No one's home. And then we, she, like, she, we were too loud. We didn't even hear her come into the apartment. And she, like, opens the door. And it's all, like, <laughs> the cloud, like, comes out of the room into the hallway. And she lost her shit. What she did she do? screaming at us. But, like, it, it got crazy because she was like, she's like, that's not even your baby powder. That is my baby powder. <laughs> it, was, it was really... So was your mom, like, the disciplinary oh, one yeah. more? Yeah. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. Way more than my... My father never raised his voice when he was no, there. No, he would, like, roll his eyes, raise his eyebrows and, like, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> my, disapproving and disappointedly. Yeah. My mom was, was hardcore. And it's like, if you came to my house... There was a very, very, very good chance that my mother would yell at you. That was just kind of par for the course. Is your mom Jewish? Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? Yes. Because I'm not. If my mother faith couples, but that would make me a non-Jew. No, I mean my cousins are Jewish, and they're married to my aunt, who was a Catholic. They are con- not Jewish. She converted to Judaism. Uh, well, then right, she yeah. was Jewish. Yeah, mm-hmm. she converted. Then she was Jewish. <laughs> well. Whatever. Once you can, <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs> yeah. yeah. no, he knows. No, but I think of it as blood. I think of it as blood, sort of. But the whole thing is ridiculous. That like I still think eat. of my aunt as like Irish, and I don't right. think of Iris as Jewish yeah. ever. You know, and my yeah. aunt's my aunt. She her last name is there's a apostrophe in it still, mm-hmm. but she's technically Jewish. She's Jewish. Once you're Jewish, oh, you know Jewish. my last name. How many Jews with my last name do you know? None. You know one because you know my aunt. But I don't you would know never think aunt. she's Jewish, <laughs> but you would never think she's Jewish. The, the point is that my mother was obviously Jewish. Yes, okay, okay. I'm very <laughs> Jewish. She was obviously Your nose Jewish. tells everything. Wow. Because <laughs> it's in your blood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. People, people at work don't, don't think I'm Jewish. They all think I'm Italian because really? they don't know what Jews are like. Even they about should. Your yeah. <laughs> they don't know about this. Show. And also where he works. Mind <laughs> that. It's like anyway. The Jewish place. <laughs> Just relax. Um, we wrote that baby powder joke for years, though. The baby powder. I love. Yeah, I had a fashion. Like, that's my. We baby used to powder. do that. That was the line, right? I was like, Mom, what do you? I was like, Mom. What do you care? It's just baby powder. It's my baby powder. <laughs> Dude, we used to do that in college. We'd get this big piece of construction paper, like a big one, and we'd fold it into a V, and we'd put it in the bottom of someone's door, Whoa. and we'd coat it with baby powder and just one of those little fans. Uh-huh. If you just put that, it'll slowly fill it up until you hear the people, like, sleeping and like, <laughs> dying of, like, talc yeah. ingestion or yeah. But I always thought it was cool also that you can make your hair white. It was just like there's something cool about it. Mm-hmm. My know. mom said when I was a little kid, she came in my room once and my entire room was just coated in Vaseline that I'd found one of those big tubs of Vaseline oh. and just uh-huh. spread it all over the wall, yeah. all over my stuffed animals. And she said they just ruined everything. <laughs> they just throw everything yeah. out. I'm just realizing something. The Rohan uh, email, you didn't answer the question. Was yeah. it like you were petted by Jesus? When you, I, I mean, the first episode of Dopey, I tell my first IV heroin experience. 
I woke up with McDouble meat in my mouth. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a McDouble? Yeah, yeah, that's a double, from cheese double cheeseburger. Burger? Yeah, off the yeah. dollar menu. It used to be oh. called a McDouble. I didn't. I thought everybody knew that. It was just um, called the double cheeseburger back in the. Stone well, I think Age it was. Burger. I think it was double cheeseburger, and then it was McDouble, and now it's double cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my first dope experience was not like I was pet by Jesus. It was like Did you puke. Yeah, a lot. A Did lot. you like it? No. Well, my first dope, I mean, I sniffed dope for a while before I shot it, but it was, like, two different things. Oh, the first time I shot it was, like, yeah, Jesus was petting me. I actually consider, whenever someone says the first time you did dope, Mm -hmm. I I think of the first I did. Yeah. I I didn't think of it as, I mean, like, the first I sniffed it, I used to just get, I'd throw up and get really itchy, and I'd be like, this is all right, but I'd still do it, but it wasn't like, I love it. The first time I smoked it, I remember that. The first time I smoked it, it was tar, and, uh... This guy gave me a big hit, and I just like instantly fell out. Right. Yeah. I first time I smoked it, I was like, "Why am I smoking this?" Dude, did I ever tell you this? I was story? like, "It's not going in." I was like, it's "I was working. missing too much smoke." Like it just. Are you chasing it? Are you chasing it? Yeah, yeah, but like it wasn't enough. It, it was like I didn't get nearly as high from smoking dope as snorting it. Not even if close. You, if you take a, if you take a big rip, you can get it from smoking it. Yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so where are we at now? Oh, I was gonna say the first time I smoked the dope, mm-hmm. I was staying at this guy's. This is fucked up. I was <laughs> staying at this guy's house, Surfer Mike, who Surfer was Mike. a counselor at this rehab I was at, and I met him there as a patient. He like relapsed. He like, left, and years later relapsed. Came back as a patient, and then I went. I like ran out of the rehab. Ended up on the street. I called Surfer Mike, and like he took me in, mm-hmm. and uh, he would call my dad. And be like, I was a counselor at Impact, and he'd be like, Chris is doing well, and I'd be like smoking oh, crack in the background, and he'd like convince my dad like everything was fine, and they found him a few months later. He was one of the people just in my thing, dead in a truck. He inherited five hundred thousand dollars, and like two months later, dead in a wow. truck. In a truck? Yeah. How did he his die stomach in the truck? was so? He was like a surfer, like lean build, right. and his stomach was like this big, but he was still like lean everywhere, just uh-huh. distended. Why? So, I don't know, it's his liver or something. He wasn't supposed to drink, and then people would get pissed at me because I was, I drank, I, when I did drugs, I always drank, and I'd drink mm-hmm. in the morning, and he'd start drinking with me, and they'd be like, you can't drink with Surfer Mike. You can only smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. If yeah. we ever make Dobie t-shirts, that's what they should sound like. Yeah. You can't drink with, you can't drink with Surfer <laughs> you Mike. You can only smoke crack. crack. Yeah, oh my god, nice. that would be great. I feel like if there is some sort of afterlife that he... Like wink up there and make those shirts sell. <laughs> it's a great idea. Yeah, it's a great shirt. I was just thinking about another thing though, which is like, and it's like funny. It's like almost like revelatory, like the emails that we get that say, maybe you should talk a little bit more about recovery on Dopey. I'm really interested in recovery, yeah. and we never, we still just never do it. You do some. We do a little it bit. It does. It it it's the context. It weaves it's a little perspective yeah. on stuff. I yeah. Think. I actually, I thought of a really good topic would be signs mm-hmm. of the affliction prior to chemical dependency. Mm-hmm. I like that. I told you my, my number one sign <laughs> so was, was too much. What, what do you, like what? Um, I don't know. The first, just all the paper towels you chew for some reason. I feel like <laughs> that is some kind of sign. He still chews shit. Yeah, no. He still fucking gnaws on stuff. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Give me a break. Uh, yeah. Offer what else? <laughs> um, sweets. 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 Yeah. Oh my god. You're, you're, 
But not everyone with a sweet tooth is afflicted. No, and it's not, and, and it's also like I think we have a tendency to attribute things to yeah, the affliction sure. that they might not be. Mm-hmm. I, I I definitely think there were signs of for me and some of the people I know like it's either ADHD, poor executive functioning, mm-hmm. which often goes hand in hand yeah. with addiction later on in life. Yeah. You know what was really fucking cool is I heard this. Stu- I've been trying to find it's not it's not Baby Albert. Baby Albert talked about it a lot, but they did this study. I don't know if I've said this on Dopey, but this is, like, the coolest thing ever, all right? Where they took, you know, Pavlovian conditioning, the classic conditioning, you know, the bells and the salivating. So they took these infants. Why don't you tell the audience what that is? Well, the audience, they probably know. It's like Psych 101 stuff where you ring a bell and then they would, like, feed dogs after they rang the bell. And then they got to the point where they could ring the bell and the dogs would start salivating because they knew the food would be coming. That's, like, operant conditioning or classical conditioning. Um, and this guy Pavlov, like, whatever, discovered it. So, anyways, any that's like a behavior thing. Like any animal, you know, we're animals. Like we're subject to um, conditioning as well. So they took infants, right? Like little babies are a few months old, and this is like that's they got in trouble. Out. They got, like, yeah. they got in trouble yeah. for this. Where they basically would like play this tone, and then after the tone, like five seconds later. They would play the most terrifying screech ever. They said it was so terrifying it would scare adults, right? So, so they play this. So they play this tone, right? Oh and God. then the babies they start getting nervous because yeah. they knew the screech. That's a terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible <laughs> screech. Yeah, so they conditioned them to know the the, the screech, right? And um, and then sometimes they'd play it, sometimes they wouldn't, right? But they followed certain babies didn't have a physiological response to the tone where they'd play the tone and they wouldn't even like. Those are the addicts. They, they wouldn't even care, or they or they'd get nervous for a second and then it would go away. Right. Then they followed the the babies for like twenty to thirty years, Holy and shit. the babies that didn't get nervous mm-hmm. about the ter- about the screech were like three hundred times three hundred percent more likely to have felonies, to have drug <laughs> problems, all this shit. So wow. it's like, isn't that wild? Yeah. yeah. And then think about the other ones. Every time they hear that tone. Yeah. As they get older, <laughs> it's fun. like in a symphony. It's like then they, it's like yeah. they duck for, sweating. Yeah. Oh, but anyways, I was thinking, but I was thinking about this. So like when I was a little kid, you know, there's like remember model rocketry. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, you know, your little yeah. kids like lighting. Yeah. So we had like model rocketry club, and I was just thinking of how my involvement in the model rocketry club was like so. It was so clear I was gonna something was gonna be bad in my life later mm-hmm. on. So we started off, you know, with the things, and then like. You know, the people would build the perfect little model rockets, and every once in a while, someone would get, like, the six-foot-one with the D engine is, like, the big one. And then, like, I was like, let's take the engine and, like, glue it to a skateboard. <laughs> so we do that. Yes, yeah. And then like, my brother actually tells us the best. He says one time he's watching me outside, and I'm with my friend, and we, had a, this, we lived in Arizona when I was a kid for a bit, and we had a trampoline, one of those, like, raised trampolines. Mm-hmm. And he said he's watching me, and I set up the model rocket, and I tie a rope to the top model rocket, and then I tie a rope to our fence, and I launch the rocket. He said it goes straight up, and it turns around, and it starts coming back down at me and my friend. He said we literally ran and jumped under the trampoline to hide from the rocket, crashing That you back set down. to come back and yeah. But I think of that, and I was like, mm-hmm. that's like addict stuff, I feel like. you know, It's like I had to add some more juice to it like the standard rocket wasn't enough you know well I, I all I know is that Devin and I you know because Devin is not afflicted and I am afflicted and I think that I don't know how you would feel about this 
But I think, you know, together we did a lot of fun stuff and we had a lot of good times. But, like, I always wanted to do bad stuff. Like, like do you remember? Like, we would steal. Like, we had a religion of stealing. <laughs> yeah. Like, we would steal as it became... Just on the, thir- the juice was in the squeeze, like, just for the sake of stealing? Well, we would go to... No, it was a Thursday activity. Right. Everyone would sleep over every Thursday. <laughs> and there was a record store... HMV. Up, up near our high school on 86th Street and uh, Lexington Avenue. And one day... I was like, let's go to HMV. And um, and we go to HMV, and they had one of these uh, free money machines. You know what a free money machine is? Oh, is that when you grab the yeah, shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to answer. I remember, you always mm-hmm. think you're going to get like 200 bucks, and you get like 12. Well, that's the setup. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so they would, they, they would do the free money machine. They ask you a question, and you have to answer the question, and then you can get in the free money machine. Yeah. And we would win our 12 bucks each, yeah. and then I would be like, Let's go buy a record, like a, a 12 inch, yeah. and we'll get a big bag, and then we'll start stealing. <laughs> Throw CDs in there. Oh, wait, so you, like, you'll, you'll buy something from the store and yeah. then use the bag use from the, the bag. store from from the store. That's genius. genius. But we, would buy, we wouldn't buy CDs because they would give you a thin bag yeah. with a CD. And they give you the big bag. And then we would walk around uh, HMV. Peeling the magnetic strip off the CD, sticking it somewhere else, and dropping it in the bag. And we did this for a year. For we a year, stole yeah. hundreds of CDs yeah. from HMV. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like a thing. That so we now, did. is that an addict because you're fine? You're not afflicted? No. But I don't think he would have done it if I hadn't pushed him to do it. I don't know. You're I don't right. know either. If you'd asked our parents, they would have said that I was the bad. <laughs> <person. laughs> they would say that. If you ask my parents, what they would say is uh, that, that, that I was the only person that couldn't get away with something. <laughs> that was my parents. Now, not that I was That's a bad how they kid. Rationalize yeah. that. <laughs> if there's something bad happening, I would be the only person that would pay for it. Yeah. You know, which was pretty true. You yeah. Know, yeah. It happened all the time. Why don't you read, um, read the funny email? Because we have which a little one? bit of time. Wait, so we have three. We, have, we can choose between... Um, the LSD and the driveway, uh, the phone booth, or the uh, Chinese exchange student. Why don't you choose, Devin? So, LSD driveway, phone booth. Let's do phone booth. Oh, that's a good one. They're all, they're all fucking good. You know what's funny is that the stories are great. So this one was messaged to us on Facebook, and it's kind of choppy. It's from Australia. It's from Australia, and it's like not like a smooth flow because he just sent it, but just the story itself is fucking Devin, do you know that we've had 1,000 downloads from Australia? Yeah, wow. Australia loves us for some reason. You're big down under. You I should go do a live from Australia in the winter when it's summer there. Oh, yeah. And Dopey Nation, you want to put us up in Australia? We have a bunch of... Who are Australians? Cormac, Matt, uh, this guy. Who's this guy? <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just going to read this one thing. So we, we put an ad on Facebook and we spent 20 bucks, right? Uh-huh. And this guy messaged us, right? He says, addicts should be shot by the police. Mm. Trump 2026. Stick your druggy ads up your ass. Don't send me this on Facebook. It's really stupid like you are. Nice. Chris blocked him. Yeah, I nice. blocked him, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so this is from Maurice Down Under, okay? Fuck, dude. How do I... Oh, God, this was so fucking funny. Okay. Maurice. Please do... 
another. How show. many other? Okay, you ready? Can, can you think of any of this our is other really short, but you got Australian like writers? There's Matt Cormack. Was there another one? Was Cormack Australia? I think so. No, no, well, he's San Francisco or so. So who's up. the other Australian? Izzy, Iggy. I don't even know, dude. Dopey Nation. I'm All right. sorry. Alright, so this is from Maurice down under. He says, Hey Dopey, I got a good drug story that maybe you could use. In the early 90s, lots of cheap smack hit Melbourne. My two cousins let me have a room at a SWAT. I don't understand. SWAT, probably. Okay. Mark O.D., now dead, and Sean may be dead, but written off. Nobody has seen him in a few years, and that was after a stabbing. (laughs) <laughs> it was probably a classic Australian You call that a knife situation When they were active They were tough They ran our area And looked after lots of people And made a good income selling Pot, speed, and brown Anyways, the story One night to three nights They had a bunch of people over Buying, trying, and using coke, smack, and speed We had a dude we all knew Called Ivan Next thing you know, <laughs> I just love yeah. this, this ne- Next thing you know, because that's a lyric in a Clash song, right? You see this dude called Ivan oh, yeah. from <laughs> Guns of Brixton. Uh-huh. Uh, next thing you know, Ivan has overdosed, not breathing, cold, gone. It had been a few hours since anybody noticed. They freaked. They went fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucked up, dude. But it's funny. Here, tell that part again, please. Okay. Next thing you know, Ivan has overdosed. Not breathing, cold, gone. It had been a few hours since anybody noticed. They freaked. They went 15 minutes drive to dump Ivan near a park where he was. (laughs) (laughs) They went 15 minutes drive to dump Ivan near a park where he was known to score, so it looked like he dropped there. But they saw some people they knew, so they left and were starting to freak out. Frustrated. (laughs) <laughs> they said. They said. They said. They said. Fuck it, and dumped him in a phone booth about another mile away. They returned to the house, played it cool. Only. A, <laughs> only. Only. Only a couple cared or knew about Ivan's departure. Three hours later, the phone rang. It was Ivan. (laughs) He said he he was covered in vomit, and how the hell did he end up in a phone box? (laughs) Secretly, my cousins would tell the story and laugh their asses off. They nicknamed Ivan Telstra after the Australian phone company. (laughs) It does not sound like much now, but I look back on how little they gave a fuck about a friend's life, and in that circle, they find the story so funny. That is a fucking crazy story. Great story. Dude, imagine just they're driving around panicking and they're just like stick them in a phone box. (laughs) No, that's like a Guy Ritchie movie. It's like a. It's like. It's a. (laughs) It's Ivan. Dude, and there's people out there. You think Ivan? There's people out there that there's shit like that happens fucking every weekend, every day for fucking years. Do you know what I mean? Do you think Ivan called from the phone box that they yeah, stuck that's out? the whole thing. Yeah, he okay. woke up. He's like, what the fuck am I doing? And then he reached into his pocket and he took out a quarter. Australian quarter. Oh my god, that's fucking wild, dude. <laughs> it's really, like really, really funny story. <laughs> it is, dude. It really is. Um, should we be done in an hour? Yeah. Wow, that's an hour. So I see how it happens. It goes pretty fast when you're in the But at this point, usually I'm like, 
let's tell another. Like, I want to talk about Killer or the MTV story. Right. Um, and we didn't tell the Ithaca story that you wanted me to tell either. Well, let's we want a break, and then can, you want to come back on at some point? Sure. Or what do you, did you want to keep going, or what did you want to do? What do you mean? Well, what were you just saying? I wasn't paying attention. I was what were you looking at? at? I was looking at my... I just got an email from a guy that I was in rehab with that opened uh-huh. up a salon. Oh, nice. Yeah. He was a really cool guy. He'd actually be a good dopey guy. Hairdresser? Uh, yeah, Giovanni Russo. Nice. He just gave his whole name. Oh, shit. It. Fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, that's so much more work for me, dude. I can't, it takes me forever to do anything. Well, the question is... Let's see how many downloads. Should we check our download count? Yeah. Well, we should tell the Dopey Nation what today was. Today was a milestone. Most amount of downloads for one day. For one day. Yeah. Today was the record. Um... We're at 14,102. Wow. That's good, yeah. That's so many. It's How many good. today? Uh, there's 296. <sighs> yes. No, there's, there's more than Oh, that. yeah, it was 296 when we looked. Should I look? Yeah, uh, no, I don't want to. You don't want to know? Uh, well, we'll check it later. You don't want to know? I don't think it's going to be much more impressive than 296. If it's over 300, though. That's true. If it's 299, it's going to be a bummer. record was 291 in a day. You want to keep... I, th- I really like uh, Rohan's art. I yeah, think he could do a really sick, fresh, dude. dopey piece. You love that word, fresh. <laughs> but I think he could do a really fresh, dopey piece. Dude, Rohan, do a fresh, dopey piece, please. Oh, dude, listen to this shit. So I'm going to read what Giovanni just said. So he just said, I was sending a relative the photo of my brother's newest salon besides the nine Newberry location and seeing your name. You always made me laugh and feel better about myself. So just reaching out and hope all is well with you and your family. God bless my friend. Hope to hear from you soon, Giovanni. I haven't talked to this guy in like sweet. two years. I was in rehab really with him like two and a half years ago or That's three years beautiful. ago. The at where you guys were? Or no, I, I relapsed. Well, we both relapsed, relapsed after right. that. So we went in 2011, and then I relapsed for a month and went right. into another place. Let's see. Number 15. I drew the line at 15. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What are you doing, man? He's I'm trying to see the number. He's having such a hard time finding oh, it. Oh, come on, dude. Give it to me. I'm good at it. 296. Yeah. But you check. Maybe, <laughs> no, maybe it's 290. You did it. You did it right. Really? Yeah, that's right. How could there not have been a download? Well, because it stops at 8 o'clock for some reason. Oh, it does? Yeah, it resets at 8. And we checked it at like 7.45. Why do you think that Dopey's so big in Australia? I don't know. I think we should close this out now. Yeah. I'll All come right. back another time and tell the other. All right. Will you please? Yeah, I'd be right, happy cool. to. Right, no, this cool, is super nice. He only lives down the street. That's <laughs> yeah. true. You want to talk about the Knicks before we close? Yeah, but that's a lot to say. Any thoughts? I'm really excited. Yeah, we're really excited. What about the Celtics? Fuck the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> but the Celtics well, Larry, are good. Come on, but Larry Bird, though. Right? Yeah, sure. Larry, Larry Bird works Larry for Bird. the Pacers now, though. And Larry Bird had a, quite a comment about Kevin Durant. Danny Ainge? Mm-hmm. You know what I, I always thought? I thought? Did you hear his comments? No. I thought Danny Ainge got stiffed. They were doing like the 50 greatest athletes of all time. I think he should have been on there. Why? He was decent in the major leagues for baseball, and then he was a great basketball player. How many people have done that? Why are you so into Danny Ainge? (laughs) Well, because he's from Boston, and then he played in Arizona when I was a little kid and lived in Arizona. He was a baseball player? He was a decent baseball player. That's Um, bullshit. (laughs) <laughs> the only time I was ever really into basketball mm-hmm. was like that 92, 93, 94, 95. Mm-hmm. And the Suns were great, and I lived yeah. in Arizona. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I lived next to Marley. Next to Marley. You know what I don't understand? <laughs> what? Why episode 36... Larry, we're going to end right, this. We end it before you're over an hour. He's you're telling you. Hour. He's telling you that. It. I don't care. I the just, jest I, is king. Listen, <laughs> I don't understand how episode 36... 
Oh, that was the worst one we ever did. Episode thirty-six. Like how oh, you're chopped and screwed. It was yeah, it yeah. was three hundred and forty-four downloads. Sh- Just shut up. <laughs> in a in, in a week, it yeah. got. Is that two weeks now? And the other one is five below it in three days. I don't, it makes no I sense. I think. You know what I think it is? Blown up. It's because of um, our new listener, Griffin. Because Griffin, hi Griffin, posted it on Reddit, and uh, and there's supposedly 21,000 opiate addicts. Yeah, we should end this episode, though. You're such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> it's over an hour. It's over. Okay, so what? Thank you, Dopey Nation. Say goodbye. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Dave and Chris, for having me. Goodbye, Dopey Nation. Say toodles. Don't no, I'm not. That's all you. Sorry. <laughs> stay strong, Dopey Nation. All right, two. You don't need to say that. You don't have to. I wanna take a walk around the world. I wonder would it do me any good? Until I get some money in my pocket, then I guess I'll just have to walk around my neighborhood. But I wanna be good so bad. Wanna be so good, so bad, so bad. I wanna be good, so bad. Bad desires, all I ever had. And I wanna take a ride up in the sky. Watch this aeroplane just pass me by. And I wanna see a Lear jetliner take a dive. Just to show all of these people what it means to be alive. But I wanna be good so bad. Wanna be so good, so bad, so bad. I wanna be good so bad. Bad desires, all I ever had.